Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. Hey, parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti, and I've got Dr. Goddard, superintendent yes, yes. of all things PCA. I'm super excited about We do this um, every year, sit down and have a conversation about what the theme is going to be, um, some new exciting things that are happening in the school year. And as uh, as you know, students are getting ready to come back, uh, we have uh, gotten everything ready for them, and so we're excited. So I'm excited to hear about um, the theme yeah. uh, as we as we talk through that and then just kind of share some other things that are uh, that God's laid on your heart and some new people that are here and just a new vision for the school. So absolutely. really, really excited about it. So thanks for your time. Yep, absolutely. I'm excited. I, I don't know, Dan, if I've ever been more excited about a school year than I am right now. And I know everybody says that sounds cliche, but you start thinking about it, just back up even from a 10,000-foot view. This is kind of like a normal school year for the first time in about three years. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And now here's the deal. You, you've been in education for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that you're no, old. Have. Sorry about That's that. Good. But, you know, educate. I, this is my 19th year. Yeah. Um, and I would say um, I am as excited, right, as any year that I've been here. Yeah. Um, just I'm not a education background kind of sure. guy. So this is kind of different for me. I think, you know, I feel like, okay, now I kind of get it. And, you know, 19 years, yeah. I'm, I'm understanding. But I agree with you. There's There's a lot that's happening. I think part of it is there's so much bad that's happening in the world, yeah. that our opportunity to train our families and our students to prepare them for what's going on yep. is so important. Yeah. Like oh, the, I, I mean, just, agree. you know, the, the mission has always yeah. been great of what we've been doing, but you just see maybe the need for it even heightened to yeah. a place that it's never been. No, before. I couldn't agree more. And I, I think that's the piece of it. Even, you know, as your dynamic, we, you and I have talked a lot of, of really you digging in even more with partnering with parents, right. and that discipleship piece with them and engaging yeah. Them. I got a new title. Yeah, you do. Right? You have a new title. Director, so that, I think that's really of, more important. Of, yeah, parent engagement and ministry, which I'm yes. super excited about. I think, I, you know, again, uh, you have, you're you like a utility player. So <laughs> it's a kind of word of Dan Panetti, where can he rest, sir? But that's it's right. one of those things I think God has directed us to the path and the time, such as uh, today, uh, of what you just talked about, the need to be able to build capacity in parents. I don't know about you, Dan, but when my kid came along and uh, your kiddos came along, but you were not handed a manual outside of the Bible uh, of how to parent That's and right. be able to work together. So uh, anybody who thinks they've got it figured out, please contact us. Let us know. We'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> but what, the piece of it is, is is how do we walk as godly parents in a very dark world, right. which is really uh, kind of parlay into why Be the Light is so important for it us is. as parents. It's a great theme. Be and the so, Light is the yeah. theme taken out of Matthew chapter 5 when Jesus says, yes. right, not, all, not only are you the salt of the world, we could do, be the yeah. salt, maybe that'll be next year. Yeah. Right, but when he says you are the light of the world. Yeah. And it's just such an important reminder to us that, um, you know, and Pastor Graham will say this all the time, you can curse the darkness, right, or you yes. can be the light. Yes. And I think that's such an important reminder for us because it is easy to look at the darkness of the mm-hmm. world and, and to focus on that, right? You said the other night you were watching the news, which yeah. it's like, oh, turn, yeah, turn that Ooh. thing on and just watch darkness. And decay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Total doomsday. Um, you know, movies that are out even right oh, now. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, you can't even go watch anything no. hardly. But 
but the, the question from a Christian perspective is, well, what are you going to do about it? Right. Right? And, and the Bible has given us an opportunity to say, well, good. Well, go be the light. Go yeah. shine a light. Expose darkness. Right. Bring hope and healing to lost and dying people. Mm-hmm. Right? God said you are the light. Right, so not only do we get, and here's the cool thing: not only do we get to reflect the glory of God, kind of like the moon reflects, you know, the sun, but Jesus said, "You are the light," and so He gives us the Holy Spirit in our lives, and we get to illuminate everywhere we go. We get to be an opportunity where people see us and say, "Hey, there's something different about that person. What is that?" And you say, "Hey, it's it's God in me, right? I'm I'm just the the vessel that carries Him out into the world, and I get to speak the words of truth, right? I mean, He said, "You got the power of life and death on your tongue. Yes, choose life." Yes. So we get an opportunity to do that, and that's amazing. Yeah. I love the opportunity that we have to train the next generation to prepare them for what they're going to walk into. Yeah, and I think, again, it's amazing when you start. It's almost like when you buy a white car or a certain brand. <laughs> all of a sudden, you start noticing all the white cars yeah. on the traffic. Yeah. and all the, When we started talking about this theme of being the light, like I would encourage parents, go in there and just look at the number of times that light is referenced totally. in the Bible. Yep, It's unbelievable yes. when you start... There had to be something to this, right? God knew that light was going to be a great parallel, a great example. He uses it as a story. I am the light of the world. Mm. I mean, it it is – there's really two big things that I think is that he wants us to be able to, again, shine uh, brightly for him, Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to use – be that vessel as well. Is there something different that the world sees in us rather than being – in the world, but not of the world. Mm. And so, you know, even as we've talked about at, at our all-school worship and just our time as we start the school year, when people have a chance, whether they're competing against Presswood Christian Academy or they know that you're a part of uh, our school, do they see something different? Right. Right? And it's not because we want the glory for ourselves, which is what the world would want. That's part of the darkness, too, is they want you to have this temporary... Uh, elevation of who you are as a person. We want to be able to have that as a reminder. I mean, something as simple as is wearing a wristband that we've got for everybody. Got you know, him. Got it, and it says, "Be the light." Just a constant mm-hmm. reminder of if I'm performing in a play and I'm gifted and talented in leading worship, whatever that is. Am I doing it so that for my own personal glory? Or am I doing it for the glory of God? That's right. Like our pursuits. I, I could have figured that out, Dan, when I was 14, 15, 16, or even younger or that, rather than waiting until later in my life. That would have re- – I mean, it just changes everything about it. I remember having a verse up on my locker, really, uh, uh, Colossians 3.23, mm-hmm. and, and doing it for the glory of God, not right. for men. That's right. You know, and – I had that, and it was a real nice verse, but again, I didn't get it. Right. And so for us, as we start working through about what that truly means to be the light is, is truly important. The other aspect of light, if you start studying some, is light exposes what's in the darkness. Mm. And so... In, in me... And in the oh, world, yes, Bo- both of those. I know. So, <laughs> so it's like, yes, I, I, I would, I would love to expose the darkness in the world. Uh, yeah, right? but but God's like he he always starts with his people. He, he always does. starts with his home. When when Jesus went and cleaned the temple, he was yeah. cleaning his father's house. Yes, and I, I think that's the reality. Is is when we Huge. have this theme, be the light. We have to understand we're not just saying, hey, we're taking the light out into the darkness. It's like, well, wait, no, God's going to start with you first. Yep, and He's going to expose the areas in your life that are dark that need to be cleansed. Yeah, I, you know, and again, mm-hmm. I, I shared this story at our all-school worship time, but, I, you know, my mom used to take me to the zoo. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, for those parents who may have missed it, I just want to share this story again because I think it's really really uh, relates to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. In that, I I loved the majestic elephant. And so every time I'd go to the zoo, I couldn't wait to go see the elephants. Yeah. I remember going one time, though, when I was about 10 or so, and I remember seeing this elephant that was huge. I mean, again, we're talking two-ton elephant that was had a rope around its ankle, yeah. and it was tied to a stake. In the ground. And you're, you're like, like, what? <laughs> Mom, what is going on? Like, what, what in the world? She goes, well, it was trained not to yeah. be able to. They did to, it when they were small. Just, that's right. They learned they, they had a break chain away from on it. their ankle. That's you know, when they, when they had. And so it, tra- yep. it, tra- it trained them. The world and ch- darkness does that yeah. for us. And there are things that if we don't uh, have that light exposed within us, the things that are holding us back, it's mm. just like that elephant. That is such as a we get older. Reminder. Because right. one of the things that I think is so important is as adults, whether it is. Uh, we don't feel worthy enough, or mm-hmm. I've done so many things wrong in my life that there's no way God can use me. Yeah. Um, read throughout the Bible. There is yahoos all throughout the Bible. Yeah. That's a Greek term. I'm sure you can help me with that. But, I mean, it's just there's people that they have so many faults, so many different things, and he uses those who have uh, allowed the light of Christ to shine through their life regardless of whatever thing was holding them back. I mean, I was I was listening today, even the Bible Year podcast that Pastor does, and just about doubting Thomas. Mm. I mean, just how Thomas said, "I don't know. There's no way. That's not possible. I have got to put my hands through the pierced um, nails in your hands to know." And and he's used. I mean, you just think about that. I'd hate yeah. to be labeled doubting Thomas because there's so many good things in his life, but we all have that in our lives where we're walking through. And if we're listening to the news, the doomsday, or we're seeing the darkness that's going on, you and I were just talking about this earlier. Uh, you, you, uh, shared a book with me that was written in the 1600s mm-hmm. and just even what the darkness did back then for them about how sin can creep into your life. Yeah. And you and I were just talking about like, the fall of man happens then, just as it does now. The yeah. Darkness existed then, just as it does yeah. now. Even nature of man like, hasn't changed. No, it, nature right? of man. Th- that's why the, the word of God is so important is. for us to be able to navigate the world around us, because there isn't anything new, right? You, Ecclesiastes, yes. you know, Solomon will tell you, nothing's yes. new under the sun. Every problem you're looking at, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the fall of man has brought in sin, and 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 really, you know, there there are times when, um, you know, sin may look worse, mm-hmm. right? But if you read through Scripture, and you know, you go back to as early as Genesis, and you know, God's flooding the world to get rid yeah. of sin. It's like. Hey, listen, people have rebelled against God from the beginning. People yeah. have done everything under the sun. And so the reality is we shouldn't be um, timid or afraid to go out mm-hmm. into the world and, and to shine our light because it's like, hey, here's the deal. I, I know what you're struggling with. I know what you're dealing with. But as you said about that that elephant, we we are, you know, God has, has broken the chains for us. And we want to go set the, the captives free. Yeah. We want to go tell those elephants out there that are running around still chained to this little stake and yeah. say, hey, dude, you're a two-ton elephant. You don't have yeah. to be chained to this world That's anymore. That's right. God has come. He has sent his son. He can set you free from this. And so yeah. when we go out into the world with our light, we're not just exposing the darkness. We're actually bringing hope and freedom to a lost and dying world. Yeah. And that's such an incredible opportunity. It's a huge opportunity. And I'm glad you said this piece, too, because one of the other pieces that the Word of God is referenced as is a light. It's a light. So we have the lightsaber. That's right. I mean, for all you that's Star right. Wars fans, I got a lightsaber <laughs> right here that works. This, it's, yeah, usually yeah. you call the sword, but you're yeah, like, yeah. We're I like it. I know. I'm just going to get a little more relevant. But, but again, lightsaber. because it also, as we encourage our kids, it. but I want to encourage our parents as well, just as through this time, is you got to get into gotta that. Get in the because word. that's the light that is going to expose the darkness so important. and prepare you. If there's an ultimate parent manual, I know I referenced to it earlier and just kind of just quickly, but it is the Bible. Yeah. 
and it's just engaging with that piece of it. I was so encouraged the other day. I happened to be at the mall, you know, one of the rare times I go to the mall, and I, Dean and I were sitting down and uh, at the food court of all things, mm-hmm. and the fa- a family sat next to us, and they grabbed their kids' hands and started praying uh-huh. right before the meal. Yep. And I just I couldn't help but lean over to them. I said, "Thanks for being a light." And they were like, "Well, I never thought of it that way." I said, yeah. "Well, I want you to like." Every one of these kids, because, you know, the mall right now is a, a gravitational center for mostly middle school kids or whatever else. But, again, I remember looking around and just seeing all those kids were looking at that family. Yeah. And I thought, now that in itself, a small little deal That's such as praying, That's a right there, it was right a witness there. and a testimony mm-hmm. to shine a light in a very dark environment. And so I, I just think there's so many different things. Again, we don't have to uh, be perfect. There's only one perfect man that's ever walked this world. Right. Is but we do have an opportunity to shine bright. And we're going to mess up his parents. Mm-hmm. Man, I, you know, my kiddo is 26 and married. And I look back and I, I will tell you, I'm so thankful. I was out with him the other day, Dan, and we were golfing. This is what you do now as they get older mm-hmm. and fortunately likes golf. So we were out there and we started talking about him now as a husband and just, uh, you know, future dad and all those things. And he started talking about how he watched how I was, how I treated his mom yeah. growing up. And I thought, oh, man, is this going to be a good conversation? <laughs> and I thought, I and he just said, well, right? he goes, Dad, I open the door for my wife now. Yeah. I make sure that I honor her. I just, and I thought, really one of those pieces for us is our kids watch us more than we anticipate. Amen. And ever really even know. Yeah. Uh, I remember my dad every morning. I didn't know exactly what he was reading, but I knew my dad had a Bible open every morning when I woke up. Mm. And he was sitting there. Right before he went to his coaching deal, way early in the morning, but my dad always had the Word of God out. And I just, again, that's a picture that I emulate now every morning just because I wanted to be like that. I just, again, I think as perfect parents, that doesn't exist. But I do think there are things that are, as we build legacy and we do that piece, the legacy isn't about the amount of money we leave behind or the things we leave our kids. The greatest legacy that we could ever have is being that light for our kids. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I just so important. I because it's it's a generational deal. Yeah, too. I mean, it's a we're gonna mess up, but again, as we're more into the light of the Word of God, I think you know that that helps us to uh, ground into the right source. Mm. And so, I think I see a lot of firework faith. Uh, and I, I've had moments this in my own life where yeah. I shine bright for a moment and everything ain't good. I had a camp experience, <laughs> or I heard a great sermon, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna change, and then whew, it fades away. Yeah. And so for us is that as we talk about being the light, it's plugging into that right source. You know, I use that analogy like we did at, at all school worship yeah. around these three flashlights. One of them, it's got no batteries. So really, your no power source, no power source whatsoever. Yep. You, a lot of people walk out without Christ, useless. and and it's really it truly is useless, which, which is frustrating for those Very. for those people who call themselves Christians and don't have the Word of God, don't know the Word of God, don't have the power of the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you, it's frustrating for the world to look at those people because they they, they don't look any different. Yeah. What, what do you have to offer that's any different well, than, than the, the way we're living? Right, yeah. and you're like nothing. So yeah, but then you had it. You had two other flashlights. Yeah, yeah. One of them. If one it was, was kind of fading. One was kind of dim. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And again, that, that happens a lot in it our lives. And I think that's the batteries why wear down. They you, do have, you wear haven't down. been recharged, right? It's the power of fellowship too. Exactly. Is, again, is why we got engaged together. Not only as PCA parents, but collectively. That's why we want you engaged in a 
church family. We, you know, obviously invite people to be a part of Preston Baptist Church, but I want you engaged in a church and engage your family in that. Yeah. I know Sunday morning to be so be. Well, you have, have to, be, to be because that truly is keeping that light from going dim. That's right. And and again, that third flashlight where we just had it's illuminating. It's that refreshing and that's that peace. But it's a constant daily thing. The biggest mistake we could ever make as a Christian is. The moment we accept Christ, we stop growing in Christ. Amen. And so that's why also... That's where the growth begins. That really is where the growth should right. begin. That, and it's a daily struggle. That seed now has taken root, right? And as long as you stay, as, as Christ said, right, abide in me, yeah. and you'll bear much fruit. Right? Huge that's, deal. That's the point, right? And, and yeah. trees that grow that don't bear fruit, that don't allow the Holy Spirit to work in them, to bring that love, joy, peace, patience, yeah. kindness. Right? It, <clears throat> those trees, I mean, you know, remember when you know, Jesus was walking and he saw a fig tree that didn't have any figs, and he cursed yeah. it. That's right. He's like, hey. <laughs> Here's the deal. That's right. You're not just supposed to stand there and, and do nothing. You're supposed to bear fruit so that others can be blessed by yeah. what God is doing in your life. No, so, so that light isn't just for you to see, but it's no. for others to see as well. Matter of fact, I would say, yeah, absolutely. It's used for you to be introspective mm-hmm. so you can grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is that would be share our testimony. Yeah. You know, that's the piece of it. Everyone, you know, Grant, I, I, I run into a lot of people who are like, well, I don't have this grand testimony. You know, I was saved at seven at camp, whatever. And I was like, was that a life changed? I mean, that's a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean. You so, went from darkness to light. That's right. That in I itself. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's even, you know, when you even talk about baptism, I saw, you know, we had like 11 people baptized our last service. Even that piece of it, it's just a physical representation of going from darkness to mm. light to be able to uh, represent to the world, I am choosing light yes. um, and to be exposed to that. And, you know, for us, that's another piece. I mean, I know you talk about the transitions and different things, and as we've been growing as a school, uh, over the last three years, I mean, it's, there's transition in the world, different things going on for us as a school. We've been growing and evolving, and we've had pruning, and we've had opportunity to kind of grow in our fruits. Um, and so as we kind of enter into this school year, uh, I couldn't think of a more applicable, really, uh, theme for us. is it's, that we want to it's fantastic. We want to shine bright like a, a city on the hill where yes. you can see it. Yes. Um, not, again, for people to go, oh, gosh, there's Prestonwood Christian Academy, the state champions, or Prestonwood Christian Academy, they've got the state marching band champion. Those things are byproducts of what using the gifts, talents, and skills that God's given us, but right. we want to do it for the glory of him so that we can reach others for Christ. That's a, that is mission one. That is it, is to make sure that we're growing our kids. Our, our biggest fault would be is if we have kiddos that are walking across that stage, finishing out you know, their time with us here at PCA, and they walk out that door, and they're no stronger for Christ than they were if they had been somewhere else. That's right. And it's, so, like, it's like being a gym, and somebody's been yeah. there 15 years, yeah. and they're not in any better shape. Right. You'd be like, that was a waste of a gym right. membership. Well, yeah, it'd be a waste to come in here for a year or 15 years if yeah. you are not stronger in your faith, if you are not more... Or if you're not closer to God and more excited about the opportunities yeah. to go out into the world and, and to share what you know, yeah. right? We, we are not creating kids that we want to hide, right? Yes. As you said, right? A city on a, on a hill. And the next thing it says is you don't put it under a bush. You, you don't, don't You don't hide the light, right. right? We don't want our kids to walk under a college campus and be like, okay, now I got to yes. you know, shy back. It's like, no, 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 no. No, that's the time not, to shine. Exactly. That's, that's it. The, and can I just, after that. Right, yes. you get married and you have kids. Can I tell you, so many people. Yeah. That's the time when people begin it to is. kind of say, "I don't have a faith. What do I pass on to my kids?" That's right. a time where you want strong Christian believers with strong families who are able to connect with them. You know, PSO, right? Yeah. I mean, inv- invite people to Our sports organization. Yeah, play, yeah, all play, that. Yeah. play sports with your kid and yep. invite, so so many different opportunities. But then 
as you get to our age and a little yeah. bit beyond, you start thinking you want that light to go all the way to the end. That's right. Right? All the way to the end, shining yeah. shining bright for the glory of God, and you want to finish strong. I can't, I, you know, I'm glad you said that piece of it, too, because, you know, recently we just had our um, athletic director, uh, Brian Brazel, mm-hmm. pass away uh, from his battle from cancer. About a week before he passed, I ran into a colleague of his that had worked with him in a, in a, a school close, and um, I happened to be standing in line. Uh, to order some food and this person we had known each other just from the coaching world and all those other pieces and she said to me she goes i, I had visited coach just recently he's mm-hmm. on his last days and everything and she said and the number one thing coach was doing for me is he was telling me i need to find christ yeah. i need to have christ within my heart and i just to thought the very you know, last again, breath that's the to the very Amen. last breath a guy like brian brazo who lived that way again brian could tell you if he was here today that he wasn't perfect anyways but to his very last breath he was being a light. Yeah. It was an inspiration, certainly for me, of, uh, again, in every day that we have, we have an opportunity to shine bright for Christ. Yeah. And we get lost in all these details and the minutia of whatever's happening, and sometimes we didn't like the way somebody looked at us, or we get lost. Because, you know, we, Our faith is based off of the emotions of engaging with other believers. It really should never be about that. Our focus has to be looking up, not in or out around us. We have to really be... Uh, tuned in to what God has for us. Yeah. You're going to be, the moment you start shining, guess what the world wants to do? Extinguish the light. Amen. And the Satan is going to try to do everything he can to try to make sure you're not shining bright for Christ. Yeah. Uh, but, again, when you're locked into the right source, I'm not talking a self-help book. I mean, not that those aren't great. I'm not talking uh, the more you exercise or eat right. Those are important things that you got to be locked into the Word of God and be able to lock into what God has for you. Yeah. And that's what Be the Light's all about. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, there's some other things that are happening here at the school that I know we want our parents to kind of know. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be lots of different ways that we sure. kind of communicate to those to our parents. Um, but some of the new things uh, yeah. that are happening, Plano Campus, North Campus, there's some new people oh, kind yeah. of in positions of leadership. Yeah. Um, you know, I know Dr. Cole, right, yeah. kind of head of school here, Dr. Williams up at the North Campus. So super excited Pretty about exciting that. exciting times. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're really trying to grow, of course, our North Campus. I'm so mm. excited about them as they continue to uh, develop and um, they're celebrating their 10th year. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? Yeah. 10 years. Uh, first graduating year. class. Yeah, first graduating there. class. I mean, there's class a was lot going, going on. It I was awesome. It. So one of the things we really tried to do was to have a site-centric um, teams there. It doesn't mean that they're not serving the system as a whole right. as, as we continue to grow, but the site-centric. So Dr. Williams, who serves our deputy superintendent, he's also serving as the head of school for North. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Cole, who serves as really our curriculum instruction uh, chief, but she's also she's going to focus the head of school in Plano. They've got kind of teams within that piece of it. One of the other pieces um, is also our spiritual development teams, right? And so Maria Bauer, Stephen Bryant, and Courtney Caldwell really serving in the Plano campus, so they can build depth rather than just breadth mm-hmm. into the Plano folks. Josiah Isom, and we've got a lady that's being hired this week as well at the North Campus building depth into discipleship and working with our kids and our staff at both of those campuses. So we're excited about that. Yeah. We really want to be able to build depth. You have to. You can't do this surface stuff, Dan. I mean, that's 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 the firework faith that we're kind of talking about. We want to get in and we want to make sure they're plugged into the right source work. We've got uh, 
a new development uh, director coming on and Love Coach it. Todd Graham, and he's amazing, dynamic. Can't wait for people to meet him, and uh, he's certainly got yeah. lots of I remember of when his son Michael was here Yeah, yeah, Michael years was ago. A, so. so he's a former PCA yeah. parent. He is a Prestonwood guy all through and through. Yeah. Uh, he's excited about that. He's helping kind of coach our coaches, too, as mm. well, uh, because he's got such experience. And, and you, know, you, you played athletics. Yeah, yeah. Right? The, the coaches are so important. They are. Right? Our coaches, the, the, the role of the teacher and the coach, yeah. and I, I think sometimes – you know, the world minimizes this, and, and you and I see it every day. They are so integral to the development of young people. Yes. The, the, the teacher in the classroom, the coach out on the field. Yeah. Uh, it's just such an important role. And so anything we can do to better equip, yes. encourage our teachers and our coaches. And, and you're saying bring, bringing in, you know, Todd Graham to help coach our coaches. You're yeah. like, what do you, oh, man, that is such an important Huge role. Huge deal. To, to make sure that our coaches are doing not 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 just winning games and you no, said this right. right it's developing young people right turning young boys into men young ladies into women godly yeah men and women 100%. who can go out into the world right and not just perform at the next level yeah. right but take that witness and that faith to wherever god has called them to no go. absolutely whether it's our band choir theater director Every single, they're all yep. in it whether it's a a football coach whether it is someone who's leading our art program i mean we want to, they they have uh tapped into a passion of our kids Mm -hmm. and grown and developed that and uh, we want to make sure that they're fully equipped so that's some things that we're doing you got some new staff coming on you've got lots of our great returning staff i mean it's it's an all-star team that we're headed into this year it's also leads to the excitement of just the type of folks that we're we're uh got to be a part of it we're blessed honestly dan just you know as we start looking at educational industry as a whole um there's some real challenges out there i think i i saw almost a thousand teaching Mm -hmm. jobs still open in public schools around the area and and uh just as we're starting school it's a it's a problem we're not having that same issue because people want to have a greater mission about what they do when you ended last school year by going down to austin i did and actually helping our state um, fight for parents' right yes. to be able to choose where they send right. Right, their students. And I, I think that's such an important thing. Here's the, you, you don't have to do that. Right. right? You're, you're superintendent of private school. You can just yeah. say, hey, who cares about what the rest of you are sure. doing? But you're, in, you're down there in the legislature working with those men yeah. and women saying, hey, this should be something that is available for every Texas parent. Yes. And it's, it's so important to make Huge sure that we – right. And it's not a you know school financing thing. It is a parent choice. Yeah. Parents want to have the right to choose. If you want to choose to send your kid to you know that school over there or this school yeah. over here or PCA because you want a, yeah. a you know, Bible-centered, Christ-centered education for your you know, son or daughter, yeah. that should, you should have the right to be able to do that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Really, again, took a lot of fiery arrows for that piece of it. But, again, <laughs> as a former public school superintendent and worked in public schools, which, again, I am not anti-public school all whatsoever. I want what's best for them as well to right. help and uh, – they're in they're in a situation now where they're going to need some help and support as well, and mm-hmm. so I'm advocating for that. And people just when they first hear that I'm doing uh, working with school choice and trying to give parent rights, um, that doesn't mean I'm anti-public school, but it definitely means that I am um, pro Christ and pro. Uh, uh, having an opportunity for our parents to be able to have that opportunity to choose for their child. We're at that point in our days in the world that that needs to happen. That's right. Um, And so um, I'll continue to advocate for that and be able to I've lost a lot of friends over that, as you can imagine. But that's not why I do it, because I really try to make sure that uh, our kids, no matter where they're at, that they have uh, a Christ centered opportunity. They could be in a public I was a 
public school kid. He can be a public school kiddo who needs to be able to stand tall for Christ. They need to be able to be able to have their Bible with them. They need to be able to pray. They need to be able to do those things, and, you know, they're being chastised for that in a public school. Or they don't need to be introduced into things that in their curriculum in a, in a public school that's uh, counter to what their belief system is. And so uh, that's important for me as I continue to advocate for that. But for sure, uh, here at a private school as well, as we start looking at uh, a Christian education, nationally, internationally. I just was with Dr. Taylor, who's, you know, is an iconic piece for us here at Preston Christian Academy, who 20 plus years serves as the president of our uh, Association of Christian Schools Internationally. Mm-hmm. It's 16 uh, people in from all over the world that serve 25,000 different schools, over 6 million students w- worldwide wow. that are uh, a part of Christian education. We, mm-hmm. well, I'm, I'm advocating for that, even though it's at a state level. It's to make sure that our kids can be the light. I mean, and we have to equip them to make sure they're plugged into that right source again, that it's not the world source. It's not a temporary source. It's not for our own glory. It's not about the likes on Facebook or Instagram. It's really about, are we pleasing in our God's eyes? Yeah. Oh, you know, just, just when we, you know, have that one-on-one conversation with Jesus, if what can I do? Where can I be your instrument today? It's interesting. My prayer life's changed a little bit through that dynamic too. And it's probably more what you wanted, but you know, uh, I used to pray, even for my own kids, I used to pray, Lord, let them have a great day. Let them not be exposed to anything, you know, those sure, places. Sure. But my prayer life has changed now. Even with my own kiddos, I watch him walk through things. Is that as we face adversity, because mm. we're going to, That's right. right, that day, as we face adversity, as we face the challenges of the day, let it bring glory to you. I, and same thing for me every day. Why would I be surprised that Satan's attacking me? Why would I be surprised that somebody's trying to extinguish the truth of what God's word is? That's right. Because it's hard to shine bright when someone's trying to cover you up. And so we want to make sure that as we're choosing to be the light, um, that we, uh, we do it with the right intent and with the right heart as we're going forward. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I love the theme. Um, I love how you guys have framed it, right, and just put it out there. You're going to see it everywhere all the year, right, be the yeah. light. And so just that constant reminder to our parents um, you know, that we have this opportunity. This is a real privilege uh, mm-hmm. to have our kids at PCA, right? My last one is going to mm-hmm. be a junior and, um, you know, the three others have graduated here. And, and can I tell you, they really, when they, when they graduate, they begin to understand, you know what, that was a different education yeah. than, than other yeah. people had. It's hard to understand uh, until you graduate. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not just, you know, oh, you know, I, I got math and science like yeah, everybody yeah. else. I'm English. It's like, I, I, w- I will say, um, they do realize when they leave here <laughs> that the level of their oh, training yes. and academically um, I hear that over and over again. I know. Yeah, like, yeah. We were so ready for like, college. Was way easy. ahead of their peers. Right, way yes. ahead of their peers. Yeah. But the spiritual uh, training component, yeah. right? That our teachers aren't just teaching a particular subject. They're teaching them how to do life. Yeah. Um, they're teaching them how to take the word of God and yes. integrate it into their particular subjects. Right. Um, and they're teaching them how to walk out their faith yeah. every day. Right. And I'm just like, that's such an important part Huge, um, yeah. that, our, that our kids don't get to see. Um, you know, if they're not here at PCA and yeah. I'm just like, what a privilege to be here to, to allow our young people to see that reality, yeah. uh, to see a bunch of men and women who love Jesus passionately every day. And, and we get to be around him. And that, that's just amazing. It's I, a I'm huge just deal. incredible to work here. Right. Yeah. As I said, I'm going into yeah. my, my 19th year, yeah. um, your third year here, but yeah. you know, you've been in right. education a long time. It is, it's a really, really exciting it's time. It's unbelievable. Something I don't ever take year. for granted. Yep. And uh, I would literally walk in from the parking lot every day and I'm like, Lord, thank you. You for this Thank opportunity you. on the good days on the bad days on the hard days it's not that we don't have some of those i'm excited about
but I'm also excited about your role, Dan, too, is it's just kind of evolved and moved to even engage with our parents, yeah. too. I think I love that you do this podcast. I think that's just the tip of the iceberg. I know we're starting to do some of this YouTube live things now, and so we're going to put our makeup on or something. But but I also uh, <laughs> I'm excited about you locking arms with a lot of parents yes. and being able to just walk that deck with them, because I want them to realize part of our mission is to make sure that we partner with Christian parents well, to walk that piece. Our mission statement says to assist Christian parents. Mm. It starts with the parents. Yes. It starts at the home. And you and I both know the conversations that we have here, as yeah. much as we're training the students, the conversations that they have at home around yeah. the dinner table are exponentially more powerful. It's and so huge. the role of the mom and the dad yeah. are even more important than the role of the teacher 100%. and the coach. Yeah. Right. And, and we, here's the deal. Yeah. We, we get ready for our roles. We play those roles. We invest in those kids, mm-hmm. but they go home. And here's the thing was we want that home, that home life, those conversations right. to have that same depth, that same intensity, um, that same structure. And, and the parents, I think are, are they're hungry for it. Yes, they want very that. much like, so. Hey, equip me and, and help me to have conversations with my son and daughter about these things that are happening in the world around. Yeah. Teach me the word of God. And so I'm really excited about yeah, just this opportunity. To, as you said, lock arms with our parents. It really is. And take this to a whole other level. And again, there's a huge source of fellowship that happens mm-hmm. when you can do this life together. Yeah. And I see that we've got that as a unique opportunity at PCA. But I also, again, I want to encourage that that's not the be-all to end-all. It's really getting engaged in a Bible-believing church as right. well and just get that piece up. So we want it to just to all be a constant uh, re-energizing yeah. of that source of, uh, of light, which is in Christ itself. Amen. Awesome. Appreciate your time, Dr. Goddard. Absolutely. Looking forward to a fantastic year. It's going to be great. Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.